Good morning and welcome to a brand new episode of Motherhood on Mondays with me, your host, Jessica Awesome from Refined Purpose. Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. How are you guys doing today? I am so excited for today's episode because I just got back from a week-long trip in Arizona visiting my sister's and my sister's brand new baby, Bentley. He is such a sweetheart. And so I'm so excited to come back and just share with you guys what has been going on in my life over the last couple of weeks. I have had a lot going on. So when I sat down to record today's episode, I knew that I had so much to just share about the last month of our lives. And so if you haven't been keeping up on Instagram, I'll just give you guys a really quick recap over here. So the last month, Thomas and I have been working on moving our home. We bought a piece of property and we are finally on location 100%. We are currently living in a trailer as our home is getting remodeled. And so this whole last month has been us moving and me getting ready for this week-long trip in Arizona. And amidst all of that craziness that was going on, if you've ever moved or had to get ready for a trip with two little kids, you know that that can be really, really stressful and it's a lot to have on your plate. But on top of that, we also got really bad, bad head colds the week that I was supposed to be moving and the week before we were leaving for our trip for Arizona. So I just have so much to talk to you guys about and just I really wanted to do this podcast and talk to you guys about the different perspectives that we can have when we're walking through different seasons in our lives and how we can get through the different seasons of our lives with a solid foundation to base our perspective on. So let's jump into it guys. So if you kept up with that intro there, you just heard that I have had a lot going on this last month. I was moving, so I was packing an entire house, all of our life's belongings into a tiny little um, storage truck. And on top of that, we were getting ready to go on this week-long trip with my toddler and my four-year-old well almost four-year-old and it was a lot to have going on and so it's been a really busy month for us and on top of that we got sick and it was a very stressful uh, couple of weeks there for us and so after I got done packing and getting all of our stuff packed I ended up leaving the next day for flying out for Arizona. So basically, I had until that deadline of um, Saturday night, the day before Mother's Day, to have everything in my house packed. But that Monday, I came down with a really, really bad head cold. And my personality is a type of personality that likes to be organized. I like to have everything together. And I like to have things done way before they need to be done. So me getting sick the week of us needing to move and pack was very emotional for me. I was already pretty stressed going into that week. I had been packing prior to that. So a lot of the packing was done, but that last week was really when a lot of the crucial packing had to happen and I was not flat 
on my back. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. My poor husband was trying to deal with the boys. And we were all sick. Charles was sick. I was sick. And Benjamin was sick. And it was just a survival week for us. And so going into that week, I was just having this really stressed out perspective. And so it was really hard to like trust in God during that week because I knew that it was going to happen. I knew that God was going to get us through it, but I was really stressed out and I knew I needed to be like, I needed to be healthy so that I could go on this trip to see my sister in Arizona. And I knew that I couldn't fly out on Sunday if I was not well and healthy because I'm not going to obviously go and travel if I'm sick because obviously you don't do that. Um, But so that was kind of like my first week perspective of like moving and being stressed. I was kind of stressed out. I was going through a lot and I kind of just had to in that week surrender to the fact that I was sick and I needed my body to rest because if I didn't rest, I wasn't going to be able to do anything. I wasn't going to get healthy. I wasn't going to be able to travel. And I had to also just accept the fact that this plan that I had planned and thought of was not looking like the plan I had in my mind. And so having to take that perspective that I I was stressed out about, that I was emotional about, I definitely cried multiple times. I kind of had to just accept and surrender to God right away that this is not going to look like what I thought it was going to look like. And so I kind of surrendered that. And by Thursday, I was kind of feeling like 70%. And I just basically survived that week. And I kind of just did my best to get the boys uh, adjusted, get them healthy, get myself healthy. And I didn't focus really on trying to move anything because I knew that if I tried to push myself if I tried to exert myself I was only going to be more stressed more frustrated and so by Thursday I was feeling a lot better and so basically I had partially of Thursday part like all day Friday and all day Saturday to get ready to pack and move and so basically that's like what I had to do so I woke up on Friday and was like okay today's a day like this is what we need to do we need to start packing and I started packing and somehow by the grace of God from Friday to Saturday I was able to get the rest of our things in the house packed and like ready to go and at least be partially ready for Thomas to be able to finish out the packing because Thomas didn't go with us on our trip because he knew he had to get some stuff done around the house And so he stayed behind the week that I was in Arizona to do the rest of the cleaning of the house. So by the grace of God, we were able to get all the packing done. We were able to be sick, recover from that, and somehow pack a suitcase full of luggage for three people and backpacks and get all the snacks and foods that I needed for the trip that I was flying out for on Sunday. Um, So it was a lot of opportunities for me to allow my perspective to wander away from God's a God-centered perspective. And I talk about this in our podcast that's a couple podcasts back that's called We Are Called to Be Biblical Mothers. I call about how I talk about how 
as moms, how we are called to be biblical mothers and what does that mean? And part of that is having a God-centered perspective. And it can be really easy to let the seasons of life throw us off. If I've learned anything about being a human, it's that we as humans are extremely fickle with our emotions and our feelings. They can be often very easily swayed and tossed if we do not have a firm foundation in Jesus Christ. It can be very easy to be tossed by a bad day. It can be very easy to be tossed by a sickness like we experienced. It can be very easy to be tossed by the stresses that are going around you. And even on a good day of motherhood, when you're dealing with your children and trying to train them up, it's really easy to allow life circumstances to sway our perspective of what we're experiencing and what our circumstances are. And so, I really, in this season of being sick and moving and getting ready to travel, I really needed to have my faith and my trust banking in God's perspectives for me. And I'm going to be honest, there were times that I was swayed by my situation and I was stressed. I had anxiety. I cried. And I think that it's okay to be honest with the fact that we're humans. We're going to have this human experience. But I definitely, definitely had to take moments of where I stopped myself and recentered my perspective on a God-centered perspective. And having a God-centered perspective is something that is so important in our motherhood and when you have a perspective in motherhood that isn't a god-centered perspective or isn't banking on the promises of the lord we just allow motherhood to kind of just toss us to and fro and i would be lying if i said that i'm i i'm perfect at this i'm not perfect at it and i wanted to share with you guys because Going through this last couple of weeks and this last couple of seasons, I've seen some areas in my perspective where I wasn't banking on God's promises. And so I had to stop myself and I'm having to readjust and repent for the areas that I wasn't trusting in the Lord. And then now I'm coming back. I am coming back to the word and resubmitting myself under his authority so that my perspective can be through the lens lens that is God's perspective for my life. And for people that are listening to this being like, well, how do I get a God-centered perspective? So um, having a God-centered perspective, how do we get that? Well, part of having a God-centered perspective, and this is something I've noticed a lot of Christians can do. So uh, reading our Bible, it's really easy to read our Bible and decide what we think that means or we pick what we think think the Bible fits into the perspective that we have about life. And it's not coming, coming under the authority of God and His Word. And I find that a lot of Christians will read the Bible in this way of like they read it and they take it and they decide what that means. But really what we're supposed to do when we are reading the Bible, we are supposed to be coming under the authority of what God says, not what we think it says. And so I want to do the, I want to dive into this more in a different podcast. Um, but today I don't have enough time to dive into all the different theological things. But when you're reading our Bible, are you coming under the authority? Are you listening to see what God says? Are you or or are you taking it and trying to twist it to what fits 
your life view or how you experience life. We're supposed to be transformed by the word of God. We're not supposed to just take it and just say, okay, like this sounds good to me. I'm going to pick and choose here. Um, So we'll dive into that more later. But really being in your word, asking God to transform your heart, rather just taking it and trying to just fit it in the hole that works um, is kind of what I mean by that. And so I have had to come under the authority of what God says and what his word says. And I've learned to not take his word and try and twist it or apply it to how I feel like my human human emotion says. And I've allowed it now to come into my heart and transform my heart and align my heart with Christ's heart. Because humans very often can have a different heart desire than what God's desire is for us. And so... Having a God-centered perspective um, is is very crucial in the lives, but we don't just like get it overnight. It takes time. It's building a relationship with Him, and it is taking the time to submit to the authority of God and come under that umbrella of authority that Christ has over our lives and submitting to Him in that way of walking out that relationship. And so I got through those two crazy weeks, and then the next day, Mother's Day, I was flying out to Arizona and so we were going to our local airport and I had a one-year-old and a four-year-old and Benjamin has flown a couple times but Charles has not flown so I was a little worried of whether he was going to be anxious or excited or if he was going to be you know upset about taking off because he kind of has a more uh cautious personality and so I wanted to come up with some ideas and some activities for him to do on the plane that would help us during this trip on the plane for us to have a smooth smooth flight and so my perspective going into this was like how can I be prepared for this next season even though it's a short one their flights how can I prepare my perspective to be ready for entering a season of traveling and so for me I knew that I needed to have a perspective that offered my children a lot of grace and I also knew that in this season I needed to be wise in preparing my children to know what to expect entering the season I think as moms it's really wise to lead our children and to walk with them through a season and prepare them for it instead of just tossing them into it. I mean, there are seasons that our kids are going to get tossed into, but for me, I really try to be wise and prepare my kids. So the week leading up to our trip, we talked about what to expect on our trip. We were very purposeful in preparing Charles ahead of time to know we're going to go to the airport. We're going to check in our bag. We are going to go through security. You're going to need to you know, take your shoes off. The one thing I did not prepare him well enough for, and I want to tell you guys, so maybe you can know for your future to do this. I did not prepare Charles well enough for what going through security was like. He knew he was going to have to go through security, but I didn't prepare him for walking through a metal detector. So if you have a child that's more cautious like Charles is, I would strongly suggest walk through every little piece of the process when you are traveling with your children so they know so they have an idea so they're not just walking into something blind and I think that's where a lot of our problems can stem from sometimes as moms is we walk our child 
through the process but sometimes we forget these little things that can really throw them off they're like you prepared me for this but you didn't tell me about this one element so we get through all these steps and we get to security and the lady wants charles to walk through the metal metal detector and he did not want to walk through it and i was like oh my goodness like instantly you know mom's stress goes up and i'm like okay jessica deep breaths how can you help get him through this and i ended up having to kind of basically carry him through it but i was like that was poor planning on my part and yes you can't think of every single details with your kids all of the time but that's my first tip for you as a parent that if you're walking into new season with your child prepare them for it talk to them a lot you know there's books you can get there are oftentimes like youtube clips you can get that explain the process of what they might be walking through so if you know that you're about to walk through a new season with your child it's not only helpful for you and your perspective but it's also helpful for them and their perspective to have an idea of what they are about to walk through and so that was my first thing i talked everything out with charles i told him everything he could expect what we're going to do on the plane that the plane was going to take off and that went really really well when we traveled the second tip i have for you as you walk through maybe a different season with your kid is have some activities that can help um, occupy their time If you are traveling specifically, I had some screen-free activities that I had ready to go for Charles when he was flying on the airplane. So with Charles, I packed some of his favorite trucks and I kind of set them aside so that he wouldn't have access to them a couple days before so that they would be more exciting to him. And then I also got him some snacks that he could have. I also planned, um, I picked up these window clings from Target. They were like $1 and he could peel off the window clings. They're like these sticky like plastic things you stick to the window. And then I let him put those those like sticky clings to the window and he just would put them on the window and he had so much fun with that. And that was a dollar activity that occupied him for probably over an hour. So that was one of the activities we did. The other activity we did was I grabbed some um of like the water wows they're called water wow it's like this paper and you have a paintbrush that has water in it so it's not it's not that messy and my mother-in-law actually picked these up for me she picked them up from the dollar store so you can get them really cheap as well and that was another activity he did that occupied his time that was a screen-free activity and that occupied him on the plane so if he was bored he grabbed those and he had a great time time doing it and the third activity that I got for them and this was on the way coming back from Arizona was when I was at Target I picked up two Hot Wheels they were like a dollar each but I got them each a new Hot Wheel literally all the things I got for them were like dollar activities and they were super super easy for them and he loved them they would race their little cars on the little tray and it was super fun and it kept them occupied and those were all really easy simple ways to give my kids things to prepare them for that season and let them know that they had stuff to do on the plane and they didn't just have to sit there bored the third thing i did to prepare for my kids being in an airplane and in a different season was i brought some of their favorite books that we could read on the plane so they had something familiar that they enjoyed and then the fourth thing i did was i brought snacks 
obviously this is like a no-brainer but i have been on plane rides where parents have not packed snacks for the kids and i always pack extra snacks just in case i am ever on a plane and there is a child that is upset or you know their ears are popping and they're having a hard time so one of the first snacks i brought was gum for charles to chew in case his ears were sore he didn't end up needing it but gum is really an easy way to help them pop their ears as they go up into the higher pressure i also grabbed some granola bars that weren't super crumbly so they were different granola bars than i normally buy and they were a little bit more exciting than like the plain nature valley ones that i normally do because those ones are pretty crumbly so i bought some exciting granola bars i also grabbed some annie's fruit snacks so that they could have fruit snacks on the plane those ones are a little bit healthier and they're kind of fun because you can do like butterflies or like bumblebees and then i also packed them some applesauce packs those can be a little bit more messier but it gave them some good snacks to occupy them on the plane when they were hungry and they did great they loved it and so i just wanted to give you guys some of those tips as you're flying on a plane because it can be easy to get stressed out with your kids when you're on a plane but if you prepare them and help them have perspectives that are ready for the plane it can be really not that stressful of an experience so that was that was fun we had a great time flying down and then i want to talk about my third perspective i had during the week and that was being in a different environment with your kids when they have not had a lot of stability in their home life so moving was a huge transition for them being sick was another thing that threw them off their game flying was another thing that was a lot for them kids can handle transitions really well when you prepare them for it but you still have to be aware that when you're going through a lot of transitions and a lot of change with your kids it is so crucial for you as a mom to be the rock for them and I definitely had some moments where I struggled and one of the places that I saw myself struggling most in was I was being kind I was being very kind of hard on my children in a new environment I was being just about as strict as I would be in my normal home but we were in someone else's home so something that me and my husband have with our children is we teach our children manners we're really big on teaching our children how to be polite and how to be thoughtful and we are really big on training our kids so there's like a ton of little tiny minute things that don't seem like big deals to children or as a parent maybe you don't think of it being like a big deal um but we really try and address all those small things because in the end mindfulness and thoughtfulness when you're in someone else's home goes a really long way and it's important for teaching our children to be respectful and to respect other people's boundaries so that is something as a mom i'm very conscious of and i found myself struggling with a spirit of just kind of crit criticalness and Charles is hitting that age of four where he's testing the boundaries again. So I found myself being basically kind of overbearing on him. And it took me way too long within the week to realize that I was kind of exasperating him by nitpicking all of his behaviors. Now, I'm not saying to ignore your children's behaviors. So some like examples of where Charles was disobeying was just like he would want to come in and out of the house to go out in the backyard with the dog and come back in and he would leave the door open for a really long amount of time and so I had told him like okay you're either in or you're out you need to go out quickly or come in 
quickly because you have AC in Arizona. And that was one of the eras where I was kind of getting exasperated with him because he was taking his time and I kind of was just getting strict on him. And I probably could have done better about presenting it in a kind way and just being there to help him along the way. And so my perspective, I allowed to be swayed by the fact that I was stressed about making, I didn't want to disrespect or make the people that had opened up their home for me feel disrespected from my child. And very often, you know, when you're in someone's new, someone else's environment, I always wanna make sure I'm respecting their environment, I'm respecting their generosity, and that's something I wanna teach my child to do too. But I also need to remember that he is three, I need to come alongside him. And so I wanted to share it with you guys because, you know, I, I could have done a better job at being more generous and more kind with how I did that with Charles and there were so many times where I like was like pulling him to the side and kind of giving him these very stern talking to's and I should have prepared him beforehand of saying hey we're going to someone's house you need to know that these are some rules we're going to respect their boundaries if they tell you something you're not going to do that and I didn't prepare him enough in that area so as a mom I kind of had some oversights and that's okay I, I give myself grace for that but moving forward also realizing the way I approach how I train my child I don't want to exasperate his spirit so how can I as a mom in a new situation teach and train my child to be respectful and thoughtful of someone else's boundaries but also not coming down on him so critically and so I got to the end of the week and I was kind of really exasperated and frustrated and I was telling my sister that I realized that this week I was probably too strict on him and my perspective that was a human perspective of not wanting to be disrespect I mean it's not necessarily a human perspective of not wanting to be disrespectful I had allowed my pressures of wanting to make a good impression on my sister um over become a priority over addressing his heart and his heart in obedience to Christ and so my priorities were not correct and so that is something I learned in that week that I was there was that I had not had the correct perspective. I didn't have my priorities aligned. I had the right ideas, but the way I went about it just weren't setting me up to have a God-centered perspective. And so my perspective was swayed because I had allowed that human perspective to shift me off of my goal and it made me have a much more stressful week. So I had to come to a place in my heart where I said, you know, God, I did not have the right perspective. I wanted to honor you by being respectful and being thoughtful, but I didn't walk that out in the right way. And so I had to repent of that and say, okay, God, like next time, how am I going to do this in the right way? And so it was a humbling experience to realize that I could have handled that better but those were quite a few different seasons I had to walk through these last couple weeks and it kind of just showed me that I needed to be in the word more because I in that season had an opportunity to be this solid foundation for Charles and by by the grace of God luckily God's grace covers me in those moments and I know that God's grace and mercy covers these last three weeks this isn't going to affect my whole life this isn't going to affect Charles whole life but I wanted to share it with you guys because we are going to face a lot of different situations in life with our children 
and our children depend on us to be a foundation and a place where they can come to and be safe and how are we allowing our perspectives to be swayed in the different situations that we're facing are we allowing these situations and the circumstances that we're facing to sway us or are we banking on the promises of God and so I wanted to share with you today from 2 Corinthians 11 25 from someone who is an expert of being in a lot of different seasons and situations and this is Paul and this is called Paul's sufferings as an apostle and so We're going to start in verse 25. It says, Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own people, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers at sea, danger, danger from false brothers. Oh my goodness. So many dangers. In toil and in hardship and through many a sleepless night in hunger and thirst and without food and cold and exposed and apart from other things there is daily pressure on me for my anxiety for all the churches who is weak and I and I am not weak who is made to fall and and I am not indignant if I must boast I will boast of the things that show my weakness the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ He who is blessed forever knows that I am not lying. So, oh my goodness. Paul had so many opportunities to just allow his perspective to just be swayed by literally the sea. Many times he was shipwrecked. He was in danger. And he did not allow his circumstances and his situations to sway him. He banged on the promises of God. And I think this just shows us that we are not alone in our circumstances. So many other people walk through incredibly hard circumstances and we do not have to let those circumstances sway us in the sea. Paul very readily admitted his weaknesses and he boasted that he was weak because he knew that his weakness meant that he needed to rely on God and he constantly relied on God. So I want to encourage you today through my couple of weeks of different situations and just sharing the areas that I did well in and the areas that I did not so well in that if you're going through some hard circumstances and you're finding yourself being swayed that you can go to the word and bank on the promises of God and when your perspectives are at danger of being swayed God can help you have a God-centered perspective and so as we wrap up today I just want to pray for you guys and encourage you that whatever season you're going with your through with your children that you as a mom can lead your children through whatever whatever circumstance you're going through and you can do that with a god-centered perspective so if you're struggling go to the cross go to the feet of jesus and he will help you and he will transform your perspective so that you can walk and prepare your children through whatever season you're going through and even if the season you're in is not a stable one not a certain one he can get you through it and he can prepare a way for you so i just want to pray for you today dear jesus thank you so much for today Thank you so much for the fact that we can come to the foot of the cross and repent for the areas that we have not relied on you. Thank you that 
we can trade in our perspective for a Christ-centered perspective. Thank you that you have given us an authority as moms to lead and prepare our children through different seasons. And thank you that we can rely on you in whatever circumstance we're going through to prepare us and to carry us through it. Thank you for your grace and your mercy for when we do fail, that you pick us right on up and you show us the way and you prepare a way for us. Help us as moms this week to rely on you in every circumstance. Help us as moms to let, not let us have perspectives that are swayed by the world and swayed by our situations and help us to rely on you constantly. And in Jesus' name, amen. Wow, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that your Monday starts off with a strong conviction that you can rely on the Lord and the the perspective that he has for you is one that is a firm foundation that won't be swayed by the perspectives of this world. I hope that this week you will find some things that you find that you need to adjust your perspective and that you will bring them to God and trust him with those perspectives. Don't forget guys, before you go to go over to my Instagram or find purpose and follow me over there and stay in, stay in the know and keep up with what's going on in my daily life. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.